All right, welcome back for another episode of We Own Radio. We are currently at Atlanta, Georgia for the 2018 Keystone Conference. We are joined with regular members from the Lakewood Boys and Girls Club Center and the Gig Harbor Boys and Girls Club Center, so shout out to them. So we're going to start um, by letting them introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Abby. I'm Allison. I'm Cole. I'm Adrian. I'm Alicia. Um, so we wanted to get like a general feel of how you felt during the whole conference. So what we usually do is like we'll have like the highs and ups at our at our Boys and Girls Club. So we can go individually around even with our club members. What was your guys' highs and lows during the whole conference itself? I think the coolest part about the conference so far is just seeing how different each club is. They're each their own, and they each have like a unique family bond. But it's kind of nice to see how the clubs have been able to open up and just kind of share like their knowledge with the other people from around the country. Um, my high was I got to see Carrie. What what the Carrie? Um, yeah. That's cool. I still don't know who she is. You don't know the song? I really don't. Wow. Sing it real quick so he knows. I'm not going to sing it. It's Pretty Girl Rock. That's the song. Oh, her. I'll go. My favorite part was obviously uh, just hanging out with you guys, honestly, because I don't get a lot of time to, like, kick it with you guys. Um, But now that I've got kind of my job settled into um it was cool to take you guys and also hang out with gig harbor um i think none of our clubs really get together as much as they probably should even though we're so close to one another so that was pretty that was pretty awesome oh yeah we got to see people that are in washington too like vancouver and all those um you know i just want to go talk about their ups um one of my highlights or takeaways was um, for the workshops you got to we got to experience the stereotypes that like people get from each other and we got to I guess do some activities or things that we could do in our club to I guess express people's culture and to I guess welcome more of um, everybody instead of like I guess like. Like, I don't know, like, um, I guess pushing them away because of what people stereotype them as. It's more like you get to welcome them, and I thought that was like a great, like, um, um, experience. Um, yeah, um, anyone else got any ups before we get into the lows? Let's go Lowe's. Let me tell you about them Lowe's. <laughs> now, walking from the airport all the way over here and then the rain out of nowhere. <laughs> Damn, we're unprepared. I know. I like the rain here. It puts me back in the elements from, you know, Tacoma. No, especially when yeah. it's muggy and it's pouring ah. down rain. <laughs> no. When the rain kicked in at um, Six Flags, that put me back in my spirit. I was like, uh-huh. we just start walking again. We're all Speed cruising walking. down that path like dancing. Yeah, we're used to this. <laughs> you guys got anything? 
<clears throat> I think my lowest point was when I was sitting in the front row, I mean, in the front section of our Keystone Conference, and one of my advisors, Kendrick Davis, at the Lakewood Boys and Girls Club, told me that Chance the Rapper was coming, and Little Yachty came out instead. <laughs> And he promised me that Chance the Rapper was coming. He did not and we were show all up. Hyped. Can I defend myself? He no. cannot defend himself. <laughs> I was given secondhand information from another club in Washington that told me that Michelle Obama and <laughs> Chance the Rapper was coming and that it was going to be a special thing for like golden legacy folks. And I was like, oh, that sounds cool. Can I tell my keystoners? And she was like, no, don't tell them. But then I wanted to hype it up. So I was like, yeah. There's a chance. The chance might be coming. But then <laughs> chance never came. <laughs> but I did hear, as on our, on our way to Six Flags, that somebody said that this is the second year that he canceled. So shout out to Chance the Rapper's agent, who doesn't know how to put stuff on his calendar, so he shows up <laughs> to the conferences. I think this is Kendrick Davis from the Boys and Girls Club that has lied to all of us. <laughs> <laughs> this is Jennifer Davidi, the program director from Gig Harbor, and I would just like to say that Kendrick... Davis from the Boys and Girls Club of Lakewood just took a chance. I see what you did. I'm gonna refer us all back to earlier. John Cena was there. He was just there. See him exactly. Where was he? How do you know he was there? Since you can't, how would you know he's anywhere? He's a metaphorical god. You can't see him. Well, you said he was there. So how was there? Yeah. How do you see him? He wasn't he's, there. You just said you can't see him, so how would you know he was there? You feel John Cena. You hear that. No, that's not. That's he's not, that's not, he wasn't there. How do you feel him? So you hear the music kick in slowly, and it gets what? louder and louder. What? All I see on the test is John Cena with a whole bunch of exclamation points. I'm like, what? I know. He said that. All right. like, boy. All right, whatever. I think my other low was when we went to the stadium, not – the stadium was all right, but um, it was kind of a letdown because we could have just done that here. And it was hot. <laughs> very, very hot. Yeah. Wait, do what here? Do you remember when we went to the final Yeah, one? we really could have done it here. Yeah. Like, in there. Save time. Too. Who's out there dying? I, don't um, to. I think it was probably just the experience of going to a the full college experience, right? So... You're no. staying in dorms, you're eating, you know, dorm food, you're walking from building to building like you would for a normal class load. And then the la- you know, last end of the week, just like you would at a university, you go to the football game, you go to the stadium, you battle the crowds. Like, I think that's what they were going for is the experience. That's why they had the speakers up there and the DJ, like, just hyping it up. Like, and like Carrie Hilson even mentioned, she's like, you know, who's the athletes? Who, the, who are the cheerleaders? Like, I want to see you out here on a Saturday night, you know performing from the crowd. So I think in that sense, they were just like building up to what the experience was. Okay. Um, what is something you took away from the whole experience and that you're going to try to apply to your club? One thing I want to apply to, yeah, is I want to apply proud to our uh, National Peace Fund. Um, what they said that is they got pretty much got a whole bunch of other teams together and like they had like so much negative negativity towards each other, so there's it's like a lockdown in their boys and girls. So they're in there for 24 hours, and pretty much what he did was he um, he like built them up together, like got each other to like comfort each other and all that stuff. 
and then later on he goes and like takes them like section like all the Hispanics and take them out and say, oh, you guys have like this room together, that's yours, nobody else's, take out the whites and say the same thing. And he's like, oh, none of you guys can talk to each other, just stay within your own groups. So he made it seem like it was like very like segregated. And he, um, so everyone had the mindset like, so we built this bond up for nothing. And then he was, um, later on towards the end, he said that um, it's pretty much how they um, interacted at a party because everybody was in their own groups doing something different. And then at the end, they all had a party and everyone was like interacting with each other and all that stuff. And they learned from different people because there was a lot of people that um, didn't like each other because of like their background. He said that this one lady um, hated a police off like all police officers because of what happened to her. And then she met another girl and her dad was a police officer. And they gave each other a hug and like they like talked it out and everything and everyone just started like bonding. So I think that's a, another thing we can do to like interact with other boys and girls clubs. I love that idea. I think it's really valuable. Anyone else? I just gave it that I Roland? What? What'd you take away from everything? Okay. Um, I forgot what my first one was. My first session. She just pretty much said so. Oh, we had to. Yeah, she said don't be afraid. And have confidence in yourself. Yeah. Which session was that? I forgot what it was called. The 360 uh, leader. Yeah. 360 leader? You took that one too? Yeah, you made me go to it. <laughs> What'd you learn out of it? Hmm? What'd you take away from it? Um. Oh. Or, actually, um, well, she said that nobody can tell you that. Like, when somebody tells you that. You have to do something, you do it the way that you want to do it, however you want to do it. So, like, if everybody's going right and you want to go left, then you go left. Nobody can, you know, make you do something, something like that. And she so, said that you're never too young to do something. Yeah. Like, she said, I don't know. But she How? said that she, she got somebody sold her bike or something, and they sued them in her, oh, in her, own her case. So yeah. And they passed her case, and she got a hell of a money for it, and she just kept doing that. You know how long it takes me to edit one second? Okay. Um, (laughs) My for the marketing thing, I want to. I'm going to try implementing a new like. um, I'm gonna call it hashtag Wow, as in we own Wednesdays, where we're going to try to get non-members of the club and non-Keystone members to meet up we'll have like a little event going on at nighttime. Why is it on Wednesdays? Because um basically it's to make a room for like the Friday stuff like because it won't be like a longer like a like a we on Friday night will be like from around when we close to around eight thirty you'll come in, we'll get stuff situated, we'll introduce you to what it means to be a Keystone member or boys and girls from you know, boys and girls club member, and then like we're gonna try to target like people at school. Please anyone. work on this because there's not gonna be time after we close. You have to set up. We said right after we close. We, we can do it something. like around like towards end, like six, 
45 they can start walking. So they can, like, yeah. at least still get, like, the feel of, like, when they're still kids there. Yeah, and they don't want to have, like, um, senior members, like, someone who's been around a long time. <clears throat> well, and know. new members for, like, um, new members of Keystone and the oldest members Keystone so they can get a feel of, you know, what to expect when they do join. If they join, it's just to, you know, get awareness out for them. Can I go back? Or, yeah, so, like, one thing I really took out of it is it's kind of inspiring to see how big the other clubs are. And it's kind of motivating to see, like, all the awards they're getting, all the stuff they've accomplished. And so it's kind of, like, it makes me want to go and strive for more. And it, like, it gives our club, like, we have the potential to do so. We just have to put the effort into doing it. So I think that's the biggest thing I took away from this. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, seeing how, like, those clubs, how there's, like, a lot of people and, like, how hyped they are. I feel like the more people we bring, the more, like, hyped we'll be. Yeah. Um, anyone else? Key Harbor. Come on. Uh, I took away that. Uh, so if you're gonna want to do something, you gotta work for it. Like, so when you have something you want to do, you can't just like sit down and think someone's gonna do it for you. You just gotta actually put your work and effort into it to get it done. How would you relate that to your Keystone group? So, so like, so when you want to do a project for someone, and you think like, say you're in a member and you like don't do anything, you think everyone else is going to just do it? They won't let you. I mean, you gotta actually do it, like put your work into it. Not the same thing for a change too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not like we're trying to change the community, but we're like trying to speed it up because like the dates, but it all takes time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's very true. Um, what was? Does anyone have like a favorite session that they that they liked? Yeah, oh, I did. Mine was um, gun violence. I wanted to go deep into it. Oh yeah, that was one of my favorites because it got like, you know, yeah, it got I saw real. People that, especially that one military guy. How he was like very disappointed and you know, like what's going on instead. Yeah. I wish I had that session today. Yeah. yeah. That long session, I wish I had that one today. Yeah. Oh. Um. Yeah, Adrian, you said, you kind of looked like you said that there was one that was, um, was one for you. Which one was that? I like, I like Carol because uh, everybody like got involved and it was really, we did like a little group where we uh, had 10 people and then we had like a scenario we could only pick like 10 people if they were the last ones on earth. And uh, I just thought it was interesting to hear other people, um, their side of like their morals and who they would pick. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really interesting because they differ from me, but like we were able to see how different it was. Mm-hmm. I really liked Proud too because, like you mentioned, the one session we did where there's ten people and each person is their own and gives a little description about what that person is. And then it, um, you can only choose six people to live in like a follow-up kind of situation. And um, if you take race out of the whole scenario, um, you just have the people as like what they bring to the table. And I think if we could play that into the real world because everybody's their own, it doesn't matter. Like they each have their own thing that they can offer. So like, I don't know, it was kind of interesting to see like 
how people defended certain qualities of another person and why we should like, keep them around. My favorite session was the, um, the intervention, or the because drug, we all were hand-on, but it also gave us statistics on like how we could help, but then it also had the students sort of lead it, so it brought everyone together, and we made a couple friends. Um, one of one of the ones that stood out to me was um, the, the technology one. Yeah, even though I did, you know, fall asleep a little, but um, I took away like a good concept. Like even he compared it to um, how one man like who can, um, if you have a mindset goal, you can like make good profits of that. Like he even compared it to like Fortnite and how. Most people know who um, the company makes it, but they don't know like the actual like developer of the software and stuff of that. Like talking about how you can, um, you know, like that can be one of your you know outlets of success. Like this can like get you places that most stuff can't get you, but you just gotta be willing and able to apply yourself to it completely and not like goof up and stuff like that. And I agree with Tyson because what he said was that technology, the way that it's evolving in our today's society, is that it's making everybody equal in, in a certain way. It, like it's never been like this ever before. So what he's saying is like uh, coding and stuff like that is that like all everybody's into technology. And he said that basically if we just dig deeper into it, that everybody would have the same chances, the uh, same chances of making it and becoming like a millionaire. He's like. He talked about the Forbes list, like the top 400 richest people in the world, and that like over like one out of what was it like? Like he compared Marcus Zuckerberg, like yeah. his salary is more than every current NBA, NBA player, NFL player for the last like 15 years. If you were to combine the salary of every NFL player together as a unit, he NBA. would still outweigh yeah, that. Outweigh else. And I feel like, yeah, and then I feel like. Um, our club really needs to step up our technology because um, we don't have like any good computers and we don't have like we don't really like focus in that um, area and I feel like that's kind of something we're lacking in an age where technology is evolving kind of doesn't make sense we're more hands on yeah that's about it. yeah we're like that's really it. and I feel like if we were, like there's a lot of people that go on computers and I feel like they're all young so if we just really get them to like, code or something like, something involved in that or business that it would make it even so the thing, it really ties into what I said earlier about um for the problem how um it tied into our last the session we had yesterday. What it was called? Um. <laughs> last session you had yesterday. Yeah. United we stand. Yeah. Yeah, about those two tie together. How like we're defending like other people and stuff like that. They're, like they tie in to each other. Yeah, and then how you have to learn trust from how we know they learn trust from each other. So let's try to end on an even positive note. What was the was you guys sharing part about Six Flags? 
I got to face my fears of roller coasters. My favorite part was when the grain kicked in. That was it. Like that made my day right there, just to know that we got more rain coming tomorrow too. So. Um, uh, we only, we were only able to go on two rides, um, cause on the second ride, which is the one, the Goliath, it has these super steep drops and about halfway through it just started pouring and you can even open your eyes, but you're still going on. And, um, it was just, it was interesting because we're all from Washington, so we're used to the rain, so we're just walking and getting soaked. Yeah, no, I kind of regretted like, it, but <laughs> seeing how like fast it like cleared up, yeah, like their the amount of rain they got us like was like our rain for like half an hour. Yeah, all the yeah. weather here. It kind of felt like home. Yeah, oh, but yeah. the rain we was kind of warm. Yeah. yeah. I, like uh, I, I expect some cold. I know. We were dancing to it and like clapping, <laughs> and then everyone's all under these canopies. Uh, they were just like hiding in buildings. There was one kid, I will, I will never forget the kid who was slow dancing to, I don't even know what <laughs> song was. He was just. Point to a girl. Yeah, I know. Who cares? They just know that I heard a clap. That's it. That's just another clap. That's like random little girl from nothing, like covered me with her umbrella, and it was really cute. I and Kendrick kicked somebody in the head with a soccer ball. Wait, did you play that one soccer game? Yeah. Yeah, he kicked the first. The first two shots. I was, it was I was dead on, and no, then my in. my third shot, I was like Lionel Messi, and I like went wide wide right. <laughs> Sorry about that, Adrian. <laughs> went wide right and almost hit Did the lady. No, but she was smoking a cigarette, so in my defense, was, I was <laughs> telling her that she was making a bad uh, life choice for her lungs. Wait, I have a question before we end. I'm so sorry, Tyson. What? I just want to know, like you guys shared so many amazing things. And I think one of the most important parts of this is what you guys learned, but then how are you going to take it back and apply it to your community? And so I just want to know, like, specifically, what did you guys take away that you're going to apply to your community? Like, what is your biggest takeaway that you guys feel is the most important to, to your community and how you're going to, like, make change there? Everybody has that specific. Most people in our community, they just hate cops. Just in general, yeah, so I feel like if they did like that little um, project, it was just like all put in up and stuff. Especially yeah. how like there's like a lot of bad stuff going on. Yeah. What was that? What was it called again? The, the program you guys are all talking about. Proud. Proud. Uh -huh. That would be really cool. Yeah. Or in, if United We Stand. Oh, yeah, United We yeah. Stand. I definitely want to do Proud of our club because Gig Harbor is primarily white and I think it's like this whole experience has been really eye-opening for I think all of us. So I definitely want to initiate that in our club and just kind of like get the kids more involved with communities outside of their own so they can mm -hmm. see what's going on around the world rather yeah. than just their little bubble. Yeah, absolutely. And I just want to intervene with other clubs because our club is like diverse. Yeah. I, we just stay within our group. Yeah. So I just want to like, even like Vancouver, like they're a part of Washington. Yeah. 
We didn't even know that they came. We, th- we thought it was just us. From yeah, Washington. we just thought it was just us. But yeah. I just feel like we just, like, even, like, with uh, boys and girls on the base and stuff, and just, mm-hmm. like, getting involved. I'm, I'm, because then, at the end of the day, we're all trying to do the bike. Reach the same goal. Yeah. Sure. I think like my one of my main goals is like I'm gonna we should um, try to get more members because again like the Boys and Girls Club isn't just like a place after school where you just kind of kick it. It's also like a home, a second home to people who no matter what kind of background they come from, they always can feel loved and happy around there. So you know we can like just spread the positivity with other people. So more just draw a lot of people Kind of boring. Mm-hmm. And, and, I mean, we mainly have middle schoolers. Yeah, and that's not working. No, but like high schoolers, but we do. We don't have fun at the same time. And now you guys have so much knowledge that you can take back and engage with. Yeah. Because was- they didn't get to come to this. Yeah. All right, so that's gonna wrap it up for this episode. Um, all around, this was a great experience. We're all going to take back something valuable and know that this time spent here met something so you know we're we're grateful to be out here for the weekend we were here so with that being said this is gonna be it and bye